Hi, podcasting from New York. They say if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. This is Pushing Boundaries. Most of today's commentary on complex social issues is binary, unproductive, and flat-out lazy. With this podcast, I'm looking to hopefully elevate these conversations, and as a lifelong educator, hopefully learn a few things along with you. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. for joining me on yet another Wednesday. Another Wednesday is going to be myself and at Pushing Boundaries, who is my longtime mentor, Sharif. He's going to come on. He's going to join me. Sharif just popped into the chat. I'm going to send him a request and uh, we're going to get on and we're going to speak about social biases. So I'm excited. I hope you guys are excited. Go tell some friends, text some friends, let them know that the live is going on right now and get your folks in on this one because this is a discussion that's going to take a few parts and I'm excited. So I'm hoping you guys are excited and pass along the message and pass along the word. So let's get Sharif on right now. So basically, I just wanted to have this discussion, right? Because there's so many different biases floating around, but right? As if, you know, as it pertains to um, us as people in the society, right? So we, when, when, when you and I spoke, right, we were like, you know, like, how should we approach this, right? So um, the approach was let's do social biases because under the approach of social biases, it's a large umbrella that we could, you know, kind of float under, right? Um, so let's just start there, right? Before we even jump into any questions, right? Before we even take it there, basically, um, social biases will cover gender biases, right? Um, racial biases, um, any other type of like uh, social kind of statuses, right? So th- there's a lot of different ways to view social bias. So that's why I'm really excited about this because I feel like there's no limit as to where we can go with this. And this is going to make for some really deep and very helpful discussions. Um, but what do you think about it? Like when you heard, when we came up with the idea of social biases, what, what excited you to speak about this one publicly? You know, it's, it's interesting that you say that because I actually, what I did was I found something that um, we often discuss in, in, in um, groups when we teach you equity and we teach about biases. And it's just, it's just that, you know, it's just, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight quote. And it, and it just pretty much captured everything about a social bias. So it's like the first one says, I'm a man, but I'm not good at sports. I'm Asian, but I'm not good at math. I'm religious, but I'm not an extremist. I'm Arab, but I'm not Muslim. I'm Latina, but I'm not Mexican. I'm a teenager, but I can be trusted. I'm a girl, but I'm not weak. I'm from Central South America, but I don't speak Spanish. So in a mm. nutshell, that captures me, you know, in terms of what that is. It's about, you know, the perceptions that we have and assumptions we make based on what people look like, our own social conditioning, and then how we just capture, put these pictures together and make decisions that ultimately shape people's lives. Absolutely. So the first thing, right, let's, let's go ahead, let's go ahead and, and dig into this, right? So let, let, I love that, for, for example, because what you just expressed, spoiler alert for everybody that's in the chat right now, those different layers of social biases 
is exactly what I'm going to bring multiple people on as we go on this topic from week four weeks to come. I'm going to have folks come on and speak about those, right? I'm going to have young folks come on and speak about the biases that they get for being young, right? I'm going to have older folks come on and speak about the biases that they receive for being a little older. I'm going to have, you know, um, uh, friends of mine that are of Asian background, Asian descent, come on and speak about what that looks like for them. So I'm going to have a very, very, very wide range of uh, of folks come on and, and you know, in part two and part three and maybe even in part four, because this right, thing right. is really weird. And I really want to make sure that we get some progress out of this. One. I'm really excited about this. So first things first, folks, right? What are the contributing factors to biases of all kinds, right? Of all these different kinds of social biases that you know, uh, Sharif just just uncovered for us, right? What leads to that? Like, for you, you lead it off, Sharif. What do you think are some of the contributing factors to these biases? So you what know, we, we, so there's a lot of there's a lot of things that happen, in, and a lot of it comes from our environment. You know, it's it's mm -hmm. it's stuff that we we unintentionally receive, and and it's 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 like kind of like this plant growing, right? And whatever you put in that soil, that plant is going to demonstrate it in its DNA, right? And so. Mm -hmm. So one of the first things that comes it comes from is from comes from your 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 household, right? Your family, mm -hmm. your traditions that come out of your household, your experiences, the experiences of your family, the fears that come out of your family, and that's articulated. It's not necessarily that they teach you that way, but they may say stay away from that because, and that's based on another individual's experience, but now they're teaching everybody else that. And so another place it comes from is schools, right? You know the cultural distortions that come out in our textbooks, right? So we talk about, you know, like cultural distortions. What, you know, like what is the identity of a savage, right? What is the identity mm -hmm. of, of cowboys and Indians or, or even slaves, right? And so those are biases in itself in terms of what we know them to be and what we see them to be. Religion, right? When they talk about religion, they're talking, we're talking about heathens and talking about unclean and unbelievers and worldly, right? But where does that come from, right? And who fits that criteria of being those individuals? And then there's yeah. the media, right? So we know the media drops it seriously, right? The media is always talking about cultural representations of success, right? And a lot of it has to do with race-based, gender, and age. And as we continue to watch the media, we start to shape and, and take on these ideas because we begin to take on these patterns. And these patterns, we start to believe is that's true. And then we start to speak in the, in the same ways that we see the television. So that those are like the core that really shape the way our, we, the way our perspectives are with other people. Got you, got you. I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that because it's true, right? So it's yeah, all man. about the environment, right? It's all it's all about the environment, right? Which would be, um, you know, your immediate vicinity, which is your family and the household, right? right? And then that transition into the school, to the education system, and then it goes to what you visibly see on on the media, social media, etc. These days, right? So right. all so all of these different things contributes to that, right? Love it. Let me add some additional key points, right? So since you threw, three, since you threw in three points, I'm going to go ahead and throw in three points, right? So that's the root of it, right? Mm -hmm. Especially from when you look at it from a child, like, you know, a childhood's perspective and how it kind of gets embedded in you and then it grows, right? Right. But then once we become adults, once we become adults, it takes a different twist. Now, right. right? So I'm happy that you went with that because you don't even you didn't even know that I was going to go with this. But it's funny that you did that because now here's where it segues into, right? right? It segues into our need and our want and our thirst to be mm. correct, mm. right? It, it segues into 
our need and our thirst to 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 in some weird sick way to want to be superior right mm -hmm. and then it also goes into this need to want to be included right you, you see what i'm saying so think about all of the times you've ever been a part of a discussion or some type of setup where it's a back and forth or whatever conversation of some sort or whatever it is and you could feel and hear and see and taste and sense the person's bias because right. they wanted to be right so bad. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. They leveraged everything they said. They couldn't even fathom. They didn't want to open themselves to what you were saying because right. they wanted to hold on to their, their belief system and their mm -hmm. bias, which was supporting their argument, right? So right. wanting to be correct, right? And then also from the superior standpoint, People want to feel superior. So, for example, let's talk about education, right? Oh, yeah, I went to a Ivy League. Yeah, I went to, you know, a historically black university, right? Or, you know, you're in a fraternity. Oh, I'm a part of this frat, that frat, right? So even those type of uh, social statuses, right, people want to poke their chest out almost when you're sitting in a bar and you're chopping it up and you'd be like, oh, yeah, I went to a SUNY. It's like, you went to what? Nah. Like, you know what I'm People would dismiss you because you went to a SUNY versus like a Harvard, a Yale, you, you know, a, a, a Pratt or something like that. Like, you know what I mean? So people right. look at you and they gauge you because they want to feel elite. Like, right. like, you know what I mean? And then right. as, as a part of being included, right? Why people want to wear jewelry and certain things and flash certain cars and blah, blah, blah. And how you be cock, right? And to, to, to look like you're something so other people could, you know, accept you in a way. So you want to be a part right. and included into an elite group, right? right? So that creates biases. All of this creates bias because mm -hmm. now, if that's what you believe, you're looking down on other people based off of those bias standards, right? right. So, so that's another part to it. So it's, it's dope that you went like from the root, but then it takes a twist once you become an adult because now, those biases start to really gauge how you interact with people in the workplace, in relationships, friendships, family members, right. strangers, etc. It, it starts to hinder all of those different encounters. You see, you, you see right. that, right? right? And not only yeah. that, but it's like, you know, you start to flow from that on impulse, right? You don't even think about it. Anything that comes out of your mind, you tend to think because it's your experience that is the truth. And then, so you come out of it as if the truth and you're speaking from a standard or a foundation that you're solid in but when you when, when you when you start to look at the other side other mm -hmm. person's perspective or their lifestyle then you start to see your, your foundation is a little shaky and what you thought you knew you don't know right and so mm -hmm. but that takes risk in order to do that right a social bias is also about you know people feeling real comfortable about where they are and their build right and so I, as long as i stay in my space and i got my building all those things that are foundational to me apply then i'm good but the problem is, you know, it's, it's not good when we start to say things like, when we start to see things like, you know, a police interaction with black men, right? Or we see, you know, racial, the racial roles of, 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 of roles of, of people of color on television. Or if we see, you know, when you talk about a dating scene, right? Do I date a single woman or do I, or should I not date a, a woman with, with children, right? And so what's the mm -hmm. bias between that? And that's real, right? Why wouldn't I date? Why wouldn't I date somebody like that? Or 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 the, even the identity references, right? What's a Latino, Latina, you know? And now we got the you know Hispanic, right? And then so we push those to the side, and now we got the new one, Latinx, right? And so that's that, that's that's taking away gender and identity and saying, listen, this person is from the Latino community, 
and Latinx, but we don't know what, the, in terms of the identity, this person belongs to. So, you know, when we talk about that, all those things that are built on those premonitions of what we thought we do has have been offensive to other groups based on our build and, and, and lack of our ignorance to their lifestyles and their culture. Correct, correct, correct. That, that, is, that, is, that is well said. That is well said, brother. That is well said. So now that we know the root of these things, right, um, and, and, where, and where it kind of comes from, give me an example of how you feel, right, when you're having a discussion with a person about a topic, it could be it could be any topic, and that person is definitely openly and blatantly displaying a biased perspective, right? They're displaying a biased perspective, and you're trying to have an open, free flow conversation with them. Take me take me through how you feel, and then how that normally goes for you in that engagement. What, what happens? You know, that's interesting that you said. You know, for me, I guess I guess I would feel I feel like. Somewhat overwhelmed, a little, mm -hmm. a little defensive, um, as I feel like, like a little trapped, right? Like if somebody put me in a box and I can't breathe, right? And so, and, and I feel like, what now? What? Where's the door, right, to this room, right? So I'm in this, I'm in this, I'm in this, I'm in this, this six by six cell, and I don't know where the door is to this room because this person. They've defined me in this box, right? And the box has none of the colors or the attributes that make me. But I'm in the box. Mm -hmm. So how do I figure out how to get this person to open the door so they can see the lights of who I really am, right? So that's the first mm -hmm. thing I feel. So I feel a little trapped, right? And a little overwhelmed. And so, you know, how do I approach it? How do I approach it? I, I try to make examples by trying to trying to trying to uh, uh, um, reach out and bring this person into my world and say, listen, you know, have you considered you know, or try to try to change the perspective where they can actually visit my role, visit my lifestyle, and kind of see what it's about, so that that the angle of the discussion changes from what you thought you know about me versus what I am, right? So I'm trying to find that door. I'm trying to find that window. I'm trying to find an entry that we can have a real conversation, and you can see me as a person that you just met, with no mm. premonition, with no preconceived notions. You just met me. You don't know me. Whatever, the, whatever things that you, whatever things you've seen on television or, or, or your experiences, I'm not that guy. But I am this guy, and so oftentimes I feel like you know a lot of us what we try to do is then we try to bring up our resumes and we try to run down all the things that we are. We try to prove ourselves on the spot, right? Mm -hmm. But then that look, we look defensive, right? At that point, that, we look that goes to what being correct. And, that goes right? to that to be correct. And then mm -hmm. we look like we look like we're not sure about where we stand, right? And so mm -hmm. then that puts us in a deficit model. So it's like, how do I position myself to say who I am without taking away from the conditions of what I am? Definitely, definitely. So for me, I, I, I love that because because that, that's how you, you know, that's how it feels initially, right? And especially yeah. depending on the conversation or the topic um, on hand, it could definitely feel like that. Like you're really, stuck and confined in this tight space and it's like oh, i'm trying to wiggle my way out <laughs> but for, for me honestly most often i'm intrigued right most of the time when i when i when i speak with a person and they're like and the bias is heavy because we all have like a little hint of bias in us mm -hmm. i believe um do. but some some i like to use the, the 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 fun buzzword that's out there right now, some of them are toxic, right? Like some of them are like, like whoa, 
like kind of thing. Like, like you know what I mean? It's not even subtle. It's like it's ah, it's like coming out at you. Like, yeah. So exactly. So so when I'm when I'm faced with one of those, it's literally a sit back moment. Like wow, like okay. So now as this person is speaking, I'm feeling like yo, where is this coming from? Like you know right. what I'm saying? And immediately I'm trying to figure out if it's coming from a place of ignorance. Mm. Or, or worse, if it's coming from a place of I know this is wrong, but mm. but I feel like I'm right regardless, which is dangerous. Mm. Right? So I'm trying to gauge where this person is coming from. So I'm like, okay, well, where's he or she coming from, or where are they going with this? So I'm really trying to put myself now. I'm taking myself out of me, right, mm. and I'm putting myself on their side of the table, and I'm like, mm. okay, well. Where are they going with this? And I'm really trying to figure out where they're going with this and why they think like this. Mm -hmm. Now, if I'm able to do so, I know how to meet them, right? Yeah. I, I know how to engage the conversation. But in rare occasions where it's not clear where they're going with this, I simply just ask, okay, well, where's this coming from? Why do you feel this way? And I start to ask questions. Rather than me engage and try to prove myself, I literally start to ask questions like, okay, well, I understand. I could appreciate that. Like, I'm with you. But where does that come from? Like, you know what I mean? Why do you feel like that? Do, are there any experiences as to why you feel the way you feel? Right? Mm -hmm. And I'll put that person on the spot so they could try to elaborate and then I could share my experiences on said topic and show them why, you know, there's a different, or show them how there's a different perspective or other opinions on that, right? And then based off of that, you know what type of person you're dealing with, right? And you know how to take it from there. Right. So that segues me into this. Right. Do first off, do you see yourself? Do you view yourself as a biased person? Ooh. And if so, why or why not? Do do you view yourself as a biased person? Listen, yes, so, sir. Yes, sir. So yes, sir. I, I do consider myself a biased person. I just want to say to the audience, just to join us in this. Can you just write your bias, anything that you've said that was biased, just write it down below. We like to see your bias statement. So one of the bias statements that I often hear is, is um, let me hire a Mexican. So that's a biased statement. Let me hire a Mexican, right? And we and, and that 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 come, connotation comes from going to the Home Depot and picking up somebody to do day labor, right? Day labor work. It's the proper format for let me hire a Mexican or hire somebody to help me is let me hire a handyman. But so yes. put your statement in in terms of like your 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 biases that you've made to other people that you you, you, you said it and you thought about it and said, oh, let me take that back. But anyway, mm -hmm. so I'm gonna move on. So for me, I think you know, my biases come out of again, you know, how I was raised, right? And my community and all of those things. And so one of the things that, you know, being from do or die best style, you know, going to boy and girls high school mm -hmm. and also also going to, you know, uh uh, 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 you know, historically black college. You know, in those by in the, in that movement, um, one of the things is is this this you know this black pride, right? And it's about being you know prideful about yourself and, and being black and being successful and being competitive and being unique and all those things. So that that that's so that works for you in terms of building you, right? Mm -hmm. But then when you go into other environments and you're not, it's not only black. And you go into white environments, then you start to fall back in a defense mode because you don't understand, or you may not be comfortable. And so that your biases come out about dealing with the opposite race, right? And how they're gonna treat you. And you start putting these things together based on what you know. Now, what you know is not based on real exposure because you've never been there before. What you know is based on what you saw on television. 
What you know is what your mama told you or your uncle told you that has that exposure. What you know is what your friends joke about. You know, what, what you know is what's coming across the airways, but you don't know until you walk in it what your life is going to be in that environment. So I got to confront my fears and get past those biases in order to deal. So, so for me, the things that influence me in terms of bias is my emotion, right? So what hits me emotionally? When I see the news and I see and I see um, the portrayal of men of color on the news in a negative light all the time, I see that bias and I start to think that the world is against me. So that becomes a bias. So that becomes a defensive. Now, how do I take that? Do I become, do I remain competitive or do I say I'm going to opt out and not join the world because the world is against me, right? The other thing that, that is, is the tendency, the tendency on the patterns that I get around me, the patterns of behavior of people around me. You know, one of the things is when we, when we go to work, oftentimes when we go to work in our communities, we go to work from segregated communities. It's rare that we live in communities that are integrated. Most people come from segregated communities, especially if you're in the suburbs and you go into the city to work. And you go into environments where you are integrated. But for the most part, you are not dealing in that environment. But for several, several hours, you deal with six hours, seven hours, eight hours, you deal in that environment, then you go back to your segregated communities. Right? So your patterns and behaviors are based on what you're experiencing outside of being with other people. Mm-hmm. Then it's the, the impulse, right? Whatever I, what comes to mind, am I being thoughtful about what I say and what I do around other people? Am I put myself in their shoes? Am I doing role reversal? Maybe I'm not doing that. And so if I'm being impulsive, a lot of bias is going to come out of my mouth. And that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of like the ignorance, where the ignorance is going to play out. And then it's the experience of social conditioning, right? You, you talked about traveling. Often when we talk, you talk about traveling. You're talking about expose yourself. You know, we just talked about rollerblading now. Now, back in the days, if, you know, with, with my homies, and I started rollerblading, they might Speak say, yo, man, what you doing, man? You, you a girl? You acting like a little girl? Because I'm rollerblading. You know, you're shaky, yeah. bro. Now, now, for me, it has nothing to do with that. For me, it's an activity. It's a sport. It's physical fitness. That's something I enjoy. As an adult, I was able to build myself and to have a confidence to do it, right? But the fact that you were telling me that you did it, and I was saying, yeah, this is what I've always wanted to do. This is somebody I know who's doing it, and I'm going to do it too, right? I don't just have to play basketball. You know what I mean? And so, but it was a bias then, you know, when, for, and then I'm going to give you one more last, one last story. When I came from my mother, I kind of lived in, a, in, a, in, a, in predominantly white communities, right? And then, so when I came to Bed-Stuy initially, I was on a skateboard. And I was on a skateboard from Notion Avenue and Macon skating into the Boys and Girls High School. And then I quickly understood that that wasn't cool. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. there was nobody else there with skateboards going yeah. into Boys and Girls High School. So I quickly yeah. took that skateboard and I put it away because the bias I was receiving from my community in terms of riding a skateboard. Right? And so mm-hmm. that, those, are, those, are the, that, that, those are the struggles that we constantly are engaged in with, with uh, our biases and how it showed out and played out with me. Got you. So, so for me, right, for a long time, I was a very, very, very biased person, like very biased, right? Um, and really not even knowing it for a lot of the reasons that you just said, right? Like, like I wasn't even aware, like, of certain things because it was so just in me, like, like having a Caribbean background and stuff like that. For example, it's just like, oh, Americans are lazy. So that's how I felt. Like, I was just like, right, oh, right. American folks don't want to work. They just gonna sit, like collect public assistance and like welfare, and government money, and that's yeah. it. You know, right. and, and people from other countries is just gonna come in, right? And they're just right. gonna take the money, right? right? Like, 
that that's what it was, right? And then also it, coming from a Caribbean background, it was like like you're smarter than Americans. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? The American school system is trash. Like, so it's just like, oh, okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? So right away, it goes back to the three things that I was speaking about, right? Cool. Trying to be correct, being superior, or being included in something, right? So I was coming from a background where it's kind of viewed as being superior than the one that I was in, right? So it's just like, hmm. So that was interesting, like, over the years, right? So then there's, then there's the aspect of, you know, um, you know, dealing with biases as you as you get, you know, come into adulthood and you're dating people, right? Yeah. And then the biases that you get smacked with, you know, for being a person of color, and then that person is not. So it's kind of like, okay, like, and then some of the shocking ones are when you get, you know, um, you know, negativity or biases from, you know, the Hispanic community. And it's like, wait. Because you're trained, like, we, we grow up thinking, like, they're like us, but they just speak a second language, right? right. But then right. to be encountered by people, you know, um, you know, from, you know, Hispanic backgrounds or, or, or Latin backgrounds, right? Mm -hmm. And then it's kind of like, nah, you're not good over here. It's like, yeah, shocking. So then, and so then it shapes your bias and you start feeling yeah. like, well, our, our Latin communities, like, feeling the same way as like how like say americans feel about you know american white folks feel about or europeans or whoever feel about you know people of color you start to wonder them and you start to move with a sense of uncertainty around certain groups right mm -hmm. so for a long time i didn't feel sure about myself right for a long time here's where it changed here's where um and i didn't even realize that it changed right like honestly i really didn't until recently when i started hosting like these these lives and and every week the, the audience does a great job shout out to everybody that listens and comes in or even if you guys can't come in in real time because i know you know it's a lot going on for everyone but you know if even if you come in and re-watch the content on the page thank you so much i appreciate everyone for sharing the content and sending that out to friends and family and, and, and everything in between Right. And I also deeply appreciate the feedback. Right. So all of the feedback that I get so often, especially like, for example, on topics where I, where I was speaking about weeks ago, I was speaking about um, the racial climate that, that we're in right now. Right. And then recently I was doing the, the topics of harassment and abuse. Right. So when doing all of these topics, People giving me feedback, and the biggest thing that they kept saying, and this is when I realized that I changed. I didn't even realize it, right? And you just spoke about this. Sometimes you're doing things that you don't even realize it, right? Yeah. right. The, the feedback that I was getting was deep. Thank you so much because you know what? You were able to have these conversations, for example, on race, and it didn't come across as like an angry, frustrated black man. It came across as real, concrete, tangible, useful information from an unbiased position. That was beautiful, well done, right? Yeah. And that's what a lot of people said. Then when I was Sorry. speaking about the harassment topics, right? People were just like, hey, great job. It was dope that you could sit and speak with two women on the topic of harassment and be unbiased and still participate in that discussion, right? Sure. And they loved it. And then I was like, hmm. And then I started thinking like, yeah, I'm, I'm really not biased anymore. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? And then I wondered why. And that's how I came up with the roots, my roots of what bias is, which was trying to be correct, superior, mm. or inclusive, or wanting mm. to be included in, 
right? And I realized that as I, the more I traveled, right, I realized that the more I traveled and the more I diversified my circle and the more things I exposed myself to and the more I embraced open and public discussion, the bias went down. It disappeared because what happened was I no longer, I no longer wanted to be correct because I understood correct was relative. I understood that being correct is impossible unless you're dealing with mathematics or science. There's no way to prove anything. So everything is just subjective, right? So at that point, I'm like, okay, there's no such thing as correct outside of math and science pretty much, right? So I was like, it's a waste of time for me trying to be correct in any discussion and or debate or argument right then i was like i'm superior to no one because we're all human so who the hell am i like you know what i'm saying i'm not i'm i'm, I'm not god like you know what i'm saying so i'm like so there's no superiority there it doesn't matter what i do how much money i make what university i went to what what i do for work none of that matters like you know what i'm saying so we're all even at that point right and then i realized like i don't need to be included in nothing i'm happy with who i am like you know what i'm saying i'm me like you know what i'm saying i'm a one-man club if need be like, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's a lit club, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, when I started operating from that, that's when all of the bias went out the window because I didn't care about being right. I didn't care about being superior. I didn't care about being included in anything. I'm just speaking. And that's when I realized that, wow, like, you know, I'm really not a biased dude. Like, like you know what I'm saying? And then it wasn't even me noticing it. It was the feedback and me keep hearing it in the feedback, I was like, oh shit, like I, I really changed. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I didn't even realize that the things that I was exposing myself to help reshape me and literally without me even being conscious of it, it eliminated biases. Yeah. So that was the dope, that was the dope part about it, man. So we'll say you to that. No, no, I, I think, I think, you know, one of the things that you, that you really spoke to is exposure. And that's yes. the thing, the thing, you know, is, is you gotta get out of your comfort zone and you gotta see more. You gotta experience more, and then traveling is a big deal because what they what you don't understand with traveling is when you position yourself to travel, and you leave the comfort of your home and your block and your community, and your everything that supports you, your foundational structure, and you go overseas, and you land in somebody else's turf, and you have to you have to navigate and you have to communicate and you have to you have to take risks in new foods and where you're living and you have to close your eyes and you have to sleep. And you have to take care of your human needs in that new environment. The vulnerability that you feel, and the and the confidence that you feel going through it after day one, it changes your perspective on a lot of different things. It does. So you come back, you come back with, a, with a new lens on life because you're like, wow, you know, like, and and everything that was important to you that you thought was important to you here in the United States, and you go to other places is not as important, right? It's not as important. And then you say to yourself, why am I living in this lens? Are living in this structure when it doesn't exist but right in my own head when it doesn't exist in my own head but when i go other places i see it doesn't exist it's more about who i am it's more about life it's more about experiences it's more about how we connect right and the experiences we have and what you show show with me and i share with you but when i see you for the first time and, and, and you know when i go over to you and i love italy for, for instance when i went over there it was like they were like you know hey you know like, we want to we want to we show you all of our foods we want to show you how we how we our, our coffee. We want to we want to take you to this experience. I walk. I mean, I was doing fifteen thousand miles a day, right? In terms of walking, right? I mean, just everywhere. 
and and and, and it was the same thing, you know, in, in Costa Rica. Costa Rica was all over that all that country, right? I'm I'm up in the mountains. I'm over here. I'm walking. I'm traveling. But the the the, the willingness for the people to embrace me and to show me what it was about and ex expose their identity to me. So I wasn't reading it through a television. I was having a real life experience change my perspective. And so when I meet people in the States and they come from these different various countries, the conversation is very different. There's a very connectivity different. that's on another level. And people don't get it sometimes because you don't have that exposure or that experience. Correct. That's very, that's very true. That's very true, bro. That's very true. And that's the reason why I'm so big on it. So, you know, to try to, you know, eliminate, you know, um, uh, a biases, right? Like exposing myself constantly to new things and new people and new ideas and new approaches. And that's, that's the leading factor as to why I wanted to have this platform and use this platform so I can invite person after person from all different backgrounds, all different sexual preferences. It doesn't matter what it is. And we have these discussions so we can bring some of that here, like on the platform. So that's what we are, right? So what are some of the most common forms of social biases you encounter? Okay. Um, listen, um, one, I mean, it's just it's the skin of men, you know? The mm. skin of men, when they see me and they see my color, you know, um, I remember doing a professional development uh, with my, my, my employment, uh, my employer. And um, what they did was on a screen, it was a, it was a room full of um, um, white executives. And mm -hmm. there, was, there were two other black men in that room. And it was a very tense kind of PD. What the guy did was he put a face of a dark black male on the screen. And he asked the audience, what did you see? And they use like kind of like a, a web that, you know, it's like a web. And, and as, as, you, as you plug in the web on your phone, the word gets larger and larger and it kind of creates this tree, all right? Okay. So the number one thing that came up in that room for the skin was dangerous, was dangerous. And it was shocking, you know, everybody looked at each other and we felt that we understood, you know, as the two black men in the room, but they were shocked that they were sponsored was dangerous. Right, because they just saw one thing to see it. Right, it's the fear and yeah. And it was the largest word, but they didn't see. They had no context for who the young man was. They had no context or experience to that person. There was no history before, after, around it. They didn't know this person, but it instantly they marked this person as dangerous. Right, so that's one of the things that I come in terms of buying. The other thing is, I think you know, um, culturally and and based on you know. Um, cultures, if we're Caribbean or African-American, we, we have we have uh, native tongue, right? We have accents to the way we speak. We have cultural uh, nuances in our language, right? And I think that, you know, we, we sometimes are biases that we're all supposed to speak white, right? And I think language is language, right? And I think when you when you get into traveling and things, language comes across different. Spanish is just not Spanish. Spanish has different tongues and accents and and, and, and variations that come in life, right? Right. And so if you can understand me and I understand you and we can have a dialogue and it can be intellectual, then then we're on the same page here. If we can write and we're literate adults, then we're on the same page. But I think, you know, the, the, the second piece is we're being watched closely in terms of bias, what comes out of our mouth, right? And so, and a lot of times we have with, with men of color, we'll tend to, in order to be accepted, is we'll lose our identity. And, and, and then we'll become, we'll become more nasal in terms of what we speak, 
we'll lose anything that's ethnic about us and we'll speak in a monotone way. And so that, that that's another bias that I see. The other bias that I see is also is, is dress, right? We, when we say Trayvon Martin, right? You gotta be careful with the hoodie. Now I like wearing hoodies. I like getting up, throwing my hoodies and my gray sweats and my kicks on, and I like to go and do what I gotta do. If I gotta go to the mall, if I gotta do this, I gotta run to the store, you know, especially in the winter time. It's easy it's to do. It's, it's comfortable. comfortable, but I can't say how many times I can't do that. Right, it's comfortable. And I like, and sometimes I want to put the hood on my head because it keeps my head warm. Not only that, but it keeps me mysterious, right? Because sometimes I may not be looking right in the face. So sometimes with the hood, they, you know, put a shadow, cast a shadow, get through that experience and get out, right? And be confident about it. But it puts me in danger doing that, yeah. right? It puts me in a little danger because of the, the way people are receiving me. I just started with... The, the black face, dark skin male on the screen, no context, dangerous, right? Now I got a hood on and I got a shadow on my face. That makes me even more dangerous. So those are those are just three biases that I have, right? The other biases, you know, some, you know, I, I, I tend to drive a luxury car, right? So when I drive my car and I got a little tin on the window, I'm not a drug dealer necessarily. I mean, I, you may see that on television, but I'm not a drug dealer. I just happen to be a successful black man. But I drive my car. I got pulled over once by police, and it was like nine police officers on the car my daughter. I rolled out the window. They got their hands on the guns. Car's clean. There's nothing going on in the car. All the windows are down. You can see I got a, I got a nice portrait in the back. Back seat, my daughter's in the car. She's scared to death. And we're sitting in the car like, why is all this necessary? Because I was the black man driving in this luxury car. Right, and so should I not drive an electric car? Should I just drive in a in a Corolla or a Toyota? Clear windows. So then, then I have to change the game in terms of my comfort, right? And so I have to I have to do things that are that are that are no frills, no frills, in order to be less harmful and less dangerous to other people, right? And so those are those are the the four areas that I have in terms of biases that I experience, you know, in terms of living life daily. Gotcha. I have many more, but I gave you four. Got you, got you. Um, for me, I'm gonna keep it tight, right? The the, the one that I I get a lot, like <laughs> the one that I get a lot is, wow, you are so well spoken. Ah, uh, I get, I get that all the time. See, like I that's what here's, talking about. Though, here's the kicker. Here's the twister, though. Here's the twister. talking about. I get that you. Matter of fact, let me go with this. When I said that, who did you think I was referring to? Be honest. When I said that, who did you think that comment came from? Be for honest. For my experience, both. So, White so and here's black. the thing. Yes. It, but, but, but it comes from black folks even more than white folks for me. See? That's crazy. So I was like, yo, this is wild. So even, even my own, right, is intrigued and flabbergasted in some ways by my level of intellect, by my level of, um, of expression and, and how I can articulate myself. Like, like, you know what I mean? How I can position my thoughts and organize my thoughts and share those thoughts clearly. Like, like you know what I mean? So it's literally intriguing and surprising to a lot of people, even black folks. Like you know, right. like you know what I mean. Right. And, and and I get it a lot. Whether it's you know from 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 Latin, you know, people who, who encounter me, Europeans, Asians, you know, black, white, 
everything in, in between, right? And it, it, it's just like, yo, I wasn't expecting that. So me being six yeah. five, me like you know, me being a big guy, it's like it, when they see me, the, a lot of people first thing they think is athletics, right? They they think athletics. So it's kind of like okay. So then there's that bias of or that or that or that that um idea, right? Or prejudice that like oh yeah he's an athlete and athletes are so the dumb job. The yeah exactly. So when okay. they sit down in the room with me and they hear me speak on anything on any given topic or even when I'm you know in a work situation and I'm hosting a meeting and I'm going through you know a PowerPoint etc. It's like. I can literally see the facial expressions in the room, bro. Like change, like is this coming from this man? Looking at each other, and people looking at each other, like, oh, oh, this this dude sharp, like you know what I mean? And it's different, like you know, what I mean? it's a it's a different energy. So for me, that's the one that's most most common, right? Um, and then another thing that's really common to your point, right? Where you was to, to piggyback off of what you were saying about you know dark being seen as dangerous or bad or unsettling or whatever the, or aggressive or whatever the case is, right? So again, me being as tall as I am, being as dark as I am, right? When people are around me and they see how playful I am and how joker, like you know how much of a joker I am, and just right. how chill and fun loving I am, that catches people by surprise too. Right. So that's another bias that I often like, like override. Like people are getting the in the physique and they'll just be like, oh, like, you know what I'm saying? But then they hear me and they're like, yo, this dude is so warm and welcoming and like energetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, so those are the two like that I get a lot. So it's like my energy, my demeanor, and like just how I carry myself. It's just like, Oh, well, that's not what I expected. Like you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And then and then also like how I express myself, how I how I speak through my thoughts. So right, that's right. another one that I encountered that's like, whoa, I didn't expect that from him. Kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. And then third, like you said, the way that I dress, because typically I like to dress a little outside of the box. So I'll have like like uh like a nice leather, you know what I mean? Like the big infinity drape scars and the fedora mm -hmm. and you know the leather gloves and the the Chelsea I see you, man. I see you. So, so, I so see you know, I, I like to say, you know what I'm saying? So for me, like, it's different. So when I walk yeah. in certain areas, it's like, what the hell are you doing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, who's this dude? Like, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm not dressing like what they expected to see from someone that looks like me and of my size. Like, yeah. like, 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 you know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, so those are the most common ones, like the things that I choose to wear, right? Um, uh, how I speak, and then just my energy. My energy is not what people expect. I think they expect more combative, aggressive energy, and I'm just the complete opposite. Yeah. So, uh, yo, so, email. I'm looking at the comments here. Can you read any other uh, the, the comments below? I know uh, people um, sent us some things just to honor them or not. Yeah, definitely. So let, let's see what we got here. Um, people are agreeing. People are agreeing about meeting new peoples, like meet, meeting new people. Um, someone else agreed with me here saying that yeah, uh, black folks say the same thing about her all the time about her, her being well spoken um, someone here saying interesting that you know basically meaning like she didn't expect like for it to be presented to me more often by people of color towards me so that was a surprise to Nicole um, let me see what else we have here 
people were agreeing with the the Hispanic references that you were making as well. Speaking about role reversals and consideration is important. Role reversals and consideration is important. Yeah, so pretty much people are like, you know, agreeing with the energy, agreeing with the vibes um, for the most part, man. So so uh let's 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 roll let's roll around to another question right so another thing here is what what do you do on an individual level right to try to avoid being biased right like how do you maintain um, an unbiased position on an individual level what are some things that you do with some strategies with some tactics so i mean the first thing i try to do is i try to i try to focus on seeing people as individuals so when i go into space that you know my, my my job right now currently is to work with leadership development so i work with a lot of leaders on a regular basis so when I, and and leaders of all um persuasions and so when i when i go in to see leaders my my job is to go in there with a blank canvas right i don't see anything i have no color on the paper there's no you know all i got is a profile Right. And then and then when I come in, you know, my, my position is is so, you know, tell me what, what's happening here and just just share with me your life or the context of your story. And from that, you know, I'll begin to get a picture of who that individual is. So they're shaping their identity for me. Right. So I'm, I'm not coming there. um trying to um, predict anything or make assumptions, but I'm coming in there trying to inter interpret what they tell me. Right. And then I'm, and then I'm, then the other thing that I'm doing is when I hear things, I got to train myself to recognize where my bias is, right? So if you, you know, um, if, if somebody comes in and they're wearing a rainbow, a rainbow on their shirt, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're gay, right? It may not have anything to do with that, right? And yeah. so a bias comes out, oh, they're gay because they're wearing a rainbow shirt, but that may not have anything to do with it, right? And so I got I got to pause it, reflect, and that and that has to come off the table because it has nothing to do with anything in this conversation, right? And so mm -hmm. I leave that alone unless they share that with me. I don't know, right? Um, and then then it's you know there's 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 making a deliberate choice of how you want to respond, right? And so we know that there's stereotypes out there, and being careful. So you have to walk outside of the lanes of the stereotypes intentionally, right? And, and it's easy to fall into the stereotype, but we have to say you know. I gotta be careful how I speak and how I articulate myself at this point to this individual, because a lot of stereotypes stare me in the face with this individual, and it's gonna be easy for me to fall in that trap. But this conversation can turn awful if I say that, if I say something that, you know, is gonna offend this person. I think, and the way you do that is role, role reversal, because a lot of times you don't know that what you say might offend somebody, unless you put yourself and you say, oh, wait, wait a minute, let me, let me, if I was them, and I asked myself this kind of question, how am I going to take that? And yeah. then that, that puts you, that puts it in perspective right away. And then you got to kind of be a little cautious because I think when you meet people and you're trying to expose yourself to people, you have to be cautious and you have to take it like a blank character and you don't know anything. You don't have any definitions. You don't have a Wikipedia. You don't have a, a, a history book on that person. You have nothing. Mm -hmm. All you got is what they got. And that's the outline. And so I think, um, and then, and then the other thing is like, you have to increase your, your, your exposure. Right? I don't know what I don't know. And so if I want to understand Asian folks more, then I'm going to have to get in Asian communities and to have a conversation. I'm going to have to go to, to, to some events and learn about the culture. I'm going to have to eat some foods, right? I can't say that all Asians sing karaoke. Yeah. I haven't experienced it. But if I saw it on television, I might assume that, right? But I don't know that unless I experience it, right? And then they have to be practice mindfulness, right? You got to be mindful and present in the moment. 
right? You're mm -hmm. not moving with, you know, you again, it's not moving. It's not about moving with your history uh, or, 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 or preconceived notions about people, but it's moving and in, in being present. I see you like this today with a blue sweater, blue jeans, white sneakers. That's all I got. Now, what comes out of your mouth and the experiences that we have during this day and these next seven hours or how, how many hours we spend together, that's going to be a little glimpse of who you are. And then when mm -hmm. I see you tomorrow, you're going to give me another glimpse of who you are. And the day after, you give me another glimpse. And then after that, I'm going to be able to shape, in my mind, based on what you gave me, who you are. Exactly. I love that, man. I love that. I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. So here's what I am, right? So the question for the people that came in was, um, how do you avoid being biased or what do you do to be unbiased? What steps do you take, right? So here's what I do, right? Um, for those that just joined in on the back half of this, originally in this, I spoke about the things that I believe is the root, right, of bias, right? And what I said was the need or the urge to be correct, superior or included, right? Mm. So a part of what I do, right, to avoid being like biased or to become as unbiased as humanly possible, right, is to eliminate those three, those three things, right? And just eliminate them. So I, 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 I disconnected from my thirst to be included, superior, or correct. Mm. Ironically, those three, are, those three things are what? Ego. Mm. So what I did was kill the ego, murder. That's just what it is. Murder the ego. Like, like, you know what I mean? And so when you do that, that's a great place to start with cutting off bias, right? And becoming as unbiased as humanly possible. The next thing, so what you said um, is exposure, right? And what I try to do is always surround myself with as much diversity as possible. Because again, to your point, like you said, you only know what you know. So you have to literally immerse yourself on in unfamiliar waters to right. understand what really goes on. You have That's to right. become an intern of life, right? That's, right? That's the point of an internship, right? An so intern learn. of life. Well said. Uh, in uh, an intern of life. So you have to become life. an intern of life. So you, you have to put yourself in all of these scenarios to want to see what's real and what's not real. Right. You, 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 you see what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of things that are floating around that's in large part generalizations. That's right. You, you, right. you see what I'm saying? To support a specific agenda. So let's be clear about that. It's generalizations right that are floating around that are, are promoted and pushed and marketed to, to support a very specific agenda right so we have to understand that so right if we're speaking about mexicans right the agenda is like you know that 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 example that you gave about the, the cheap daily labor or whatever the case is it's the idea that yes this culture is willing to work for less right to do the jobs that other people might not want to do or at a cut rate right, right. so it's, right. it's to push that image of that culture right? right like they overwork willingly for less pay right so it's like that's the image that's promoted and pushed right or for for people of color it's like oh aggressive dangerous combative right, right. that's pushed 
right? That's promoted for specific reasons, mm -hmm. right? So we have to be aware of these things. So I'm always aware of that, right? Mm -hmm. And I understand that, you know, it's within my best interest not to fall into those, those areas of bias, right? And then at the end of the day, last but not least, I, what I, what I do now more than any time in my life, bro, more than any time in my life, what I do now, I don't care what, how dark you are. I don't care how light you are. I do not care how long your hair is. I don't care if you bald headed. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care what your eye color is. I could give two flying Fs about any of that. The one thing that I, for a long time on my mental brunch page, when we spoke about love languages, I was like, the reason why I don't even really care about words of affirmations and stuff like that, because I, my point on that was we're conditioned, right, to, yeah. um, to say things that people will positively respond to, right, to get a positive reaction out of people. We've been groomed to do that. So you can only take, but you can only take words, but so far, pay attention to actions, right? Mm -hmm. However, when I'm learning now, Right, and we're always learning. What I'm learning now that even actions can be misleading. True. Mm -hmm. True. Because in True. some situations, you only have two physical choices in terms of action. So True. if the person chooses correct, as they say, a dead clock is right twice a day, right? That doesn't mean that that's a good person because in that situation, they quote unquote chose the right action. Right. Mm -hmm. You see where I'm going with that. So That's what right. I'm going to now is to avoid biases, to your point, to elaborate on what you said, right? How you right. identify the person on an individual level and allow that person to share, share with you who they are. I'm going That's even right. deeper with that. You know how deep I go with it? I don't go really go deep. I don't pay attention to what they say at all. I don't care what comes out your mouth. It's cute. Thanks. I appreciate that. That was cute. I like that. Your actions? Mm. I watched that fifty percent, but you know what I put a hundred percent stock in now, Rob. Your energy towards me, but even more importantly, my spirit and my energy. How does it feel when I share a same space with you? Mm. If I'm unsettled, if mm. I'm not comfortable, if I feel uneasy, mm. if I feel like I need to hold back and I can't be the raw version of me, mm. I don't need to be around you because I can tell you right now. Every single time in my life, no matter what the situation was, when I reflected on this and I thought about, yo, when I first met this person, like, because anytime a, a, a relationship goes bad, whether it's a friendship, family member, colleague, um, romantic relationship, whatever it is, any type of relationship, when it yeah. goes belly up, the first thing I ask myself is, yo, what was my energy like? What did I feel when I first laid eyes on that person? Mm. You'll be surprised. Very rarely do you feel like that person was it. Very rarely. So we need to pay attention. We need to pay attention to energies. Not actions, not words. Energies. How does your, what's your vibration level when that person walks in the room? Pay attention to that. And that's where all of the bias goes out the window. Because I don't care what you look like. You could be the whitest person in the world with crystal blue eyes, long, stringy, blonde hair, and be the coolest mofo I know. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. I got a few of those on my team. You would look yeah. at them and be like, mm, 
But yo, when I say ride or die, ride yeah. or die. And what the energy has never changed between yeah. me and the person. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like me and him, that's like a brother. We've been in situations where I had to hold him back from swinging on people for coming at me because I'm dark. Like, you wow. know what I'm saying? I'm like, whoa, hold up, hold up, hold up. Like, that, that, it ain't worth it, brother. Yeah. But, that's, but you will look at him and you won't think he like that. Right? Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. So you can't, like, it's all about the energies. And I've had, like, like men of color just run me the wrong. I sit in the room and I'm like, man, I don't know about this dude. Mm -hmm. And then, sure enough, sometimes it may not even be towards me. They'll do something shady to somebody else, and I'm like, ah, like you, you see. What I'm so you got, so you got to pay attention to the energy that you get from people, and that's how you eliminate bias. Just go and feel how you feel. Don't worry about what they look like. Don't worry about how they sound. Don't worry about the sexual preference. Don't worry about none of that. Don't worry about how short they are, how tall they are, what country they come from. Don't worry about that. When they walk in the room, what's the feel? What's the energy? What's the vibe? Do you cringe or do you light up? That's it. And you move from there. And that's where I'm at with how I became unbiased. What you think about Listen, that? Can I get it? Can I, can I get an amen from the audience or a fist up or a hand up or a pump <laughs> yeah. or something or prayers or something? Just let us know that you're feeling this, please. Yeah, yo, it was a lot of it was a lot of it was it was a lot of uh hearts, it was a lot of clapping. It's a lot of feedback yeah. here right now. Right. It's a lot of feedback. Yeah. That people loving it. People loving it. People loving it. But yo, we coming up on an hour right now. About a minute and a half left. As we speak, I believe. Let, hold up. Let me get a time check. Let me get a time check. Uh, yeah, we, we have a minute and a half. So, Ruck, thank you so much. Thank you so much for, for pulling up, bro. Like, definitely much appreciated. Gems on gems on gems. Bottomless gems. You guys you know it. how I do. D-Mills, go follow my mentor, man. This is my mentor since I was 15 years old. Got me through a lot of, a lot, a lot of times, a lot of situations, man. Shout out to you. Much appreciated. It's a blessing just to be on these platforms with you, bro. It's, it's, it's a blessing. So each and every week, it's going to be me. Listen, we got that energy, brother. We got that chemistry, too. You already know. You already know. That's what it's all about. So go follow my guy at Pushing Boundaries, man. Go watch his Go follow his podcast. Listen to his podcast. A lot of strong content. Your boy D Mills is often on there as a frequent guest. So it's, it. these conversations are going to continue. So thank you to everyone that's joined us tonight. Let's get a quick screenshot before we go. Screenshot, share this video to those that you think should hear this content. Please. Hey, D-Mills, can, can I just offer a resource to people? Just if, if you're interested in, in understanding your bias, you should go to, you should take an implicit association test at implicit.harvard.edu implicit.harvard.edu if you take this this test it'll show you what your biases are and you can take it or leave it you can work from there there we go quick screenshot we got 15 seconds quick screenshot Rup. thanks for listening to pushing boundaries once again my name is sharif rucker if you've enjoyed the podcast please do me a favor by commenting subscribing and sharing this podcast with everyone you know all of these things are free and take very little effort, but would mean the world to me. Thanks again and stay tuned.